Welcome to the Forever Woman Podcast. Here's Matthew Coast. If you're dating or in a relationship with a high quality, good man, there are certain things that if you do those things, it'll turn him off and make him feel like you're not really the right kind of woman for him. And so it's very important that if you want to attract a really high quality man, that you stop doing those things and start doing other things. And it's also important to note that these things are not who you are. These are just patterns that you have that you can break and change and you won't be changing who you are. You'll just be changing some of the patterns that you happen to be in right now. Hello, my name is Matthew Coast and welcome to my channel. Today, we're going to be talking about five different red flags that some women have that can make men, uh, good men disappear and run away from you. And so let's talk about what some of these things are and how to make sure that you don't end up having them. So number one, and this is actually something that I hear from a lot of guys, a lot of guys complain about this. this is actually the number one thing that guys complain about in the men's dating industry around what they don't like on dates with women. And that's being overly distracted while you're on the date. And so this, the usual culprit for this, the number one culprit for this is actually being on your phone. And so it's just like texting friends back or taking unnecessary calls on a date or, you know, just getting messages, constantly checking your phone and seeing what's going on with your phone. It, it sends a bunch of different signals to the guy. One is that you're addicted to your phone. The next is that he's boring and there's something else that's interesting going on on your phone, which, you know, he might be boring, right? In that case, you probably shouldn't be on the date with him if you don't want to actually be with him. But um, it may also look like having other things going on in your life where that prevent you from really being present on the date with a guy. So like, let's say that you have something that big that happened and you can't get your mind off of that thing. Like, let's say you got fired from your job or something else might've happened. And so you're constantly distracted on the date or something happened with your family or one of your friends or another date or something that happened with you. And so you're constantly distracted from the actual date and it pulls you away from the date. And so what can you do? Make sure that you put your phone away and be present on the date. If there's something that prevents you from being present, like something going on in your life, you can either talk about it and, and have a conversation with him and maybe kind of let go of some of it so that you can actually be present on the date, or maybe put the date off until another time when you can actually be present on the date and have a real conversation with them. And another thing that you might want to do is get into your emotions and feel what you're experiencing emotionally. So this is being present, getting present is getting present with different things that are going on, getting present with yourself, getting present with him and, and being curious about what's going on with him or getting into your body and just feeling whatever's going on in your body. And when you're feeling, you can connect 
with a man from a genuine, authentic place. And what it does is it gets him feeling. If you're feeling and you're connecting and you're talking from your feelings and what's going on with you, it's a lot easier for him to kind of slip into his emotions because he'll start feeling that as well. And when he starts feeling, he'll start feeling more connected to you, a genuine, real connection to you that he will remember. And, and he will remember how he feels about himself when he's around you. And so if he, he's feeling good when he's around you, then he'll remember that. He might not remember all the things that you guys talked about, but he'll remember how he feels. And so remember, when you're in your head, the connection is dead. But when you're in your heart, the connection is smart. <laughs> that's the best. That's the best I could come up with with that one. Um, if you just took and used just that one tip where you're getting into your body and connecting with him from a genuine place, can you see how this might help you create a better connection with a man? So number two is creating needless drama. And so this usually looks like getting upset and expecting him to do something different because you're upset. So like having expectations around what he should be doing and he doesn't do it. So you get upset and then you're like, ah, oh, you did this, right? And you're like kind of pushing it on him. And this usually ends up stemming from things like uh, having a lack of control or being afraid that you're not really good enough or things aren't right. And then attempting to gain control by getting upset. And this can be a completely subconscious thing that a lot of people do. And men and women do this, by the way. So it's not just women, but a lot of women do do this, right? And they, they get control of the situation. But if you're with a, a quality guy, he's going to see that and he's going to be like, you know, he's going to see what you're doing. And even if you're not doing it consciously, he's going to think, do I want to be around somebody who's constantly trying to control me because of their own fears or insecurities or whatever's going on with them. And, you know, if it, um, it, a, a lot of times you, this kind of behavior, like if you go and talk to your friends, it, it seems like it's actually, the problem's actually the guy, right? And so a lot of times women can miss this because it seems, because they justify it and they're like, well, you know, he's at fault because he was doing this and he was doing that. And then they go and talk to their friends and their friends are like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You know, because they're good friends and they want to be on your side. And so they're blaming the guy as well. And so what you might want to do to find out if it's, if it is either you or him, right? Because it could just be him. You don't know until you get like a third party to kind of observe what you're talking about and then give you your their opinion from that. And one way you can do that is by joining our community or talking to some of our coaches about this and getting their feedback about your situation, what's going on with a guy and finding out, is it me or is it them? But you also have to be coachable if you do that, right? If you come in there and you just want everybody to hate on the guy and it ends up being you, it's not going to go really well. And usually a lot of times with this kind of thing, if you are in this pattern, you can just break the pattern. But a lot of times it has to do with, with feelings of, of, feeling like you're not good enough or not worthy or something like that. And so you might need to do some healing work, some breaking of your own internal patterns of feeling like, like uh, you're not in control and, and you're afraid that, that you're going to be left and rejection and all that kind of stuff. And so um, what you want to do is do some healing work, break through the old uh, belief system patterns, and then trade your expectations for appreciation. And instead of, 
you know, having all these expectations about what he should be doing and how things should be and all that kind of stuff coming from a place of saying, how can I appreciate and enjoy even more of the grace of this moment and just appreciating everything that's around you, appreciating the man that's in front of you, appreciating just this life that you're living, coming from a place where you feel like your life is a blessing and just shifting your mindset completely and coming from that kind of a space. And all of a sudden, everything will shift for you if you if you change that pattern. And then if your insecurities come up, you can see them and be like, oh, okay, that's an insecurity that I have. How can I deal with that and work on that and heal that and come from a better place? So number three is being too hot and cold. Hot and cold is kind of this thing where you're like being really into a guy and then you're like kind of disappearing or being, being far away or you're like, you know, talking to a guy and then you're gone and all that kind of stuff. And a little bit doing a little bit like mild level of this is actually really attractive because you're using the scarcity principle and you're creating space. And then when he's around you, he loves it. And then when you're gone, he's missing you. And, and it's good from that standpoint, but if you're doing it to extremes or you're doing it too much, it actually can feel like abuse to a man. And if a guy starts feeling it and he's feeling it too much, he might start questioning what's going on here and whether you're actually trying to manipulate him or not. And so you don't want to do it too much. And so this, how do you know if you're doing it too much? It might look like ignoring a man and then coming on too strong or coming on really strong and then ignoring a man or just ignoring a man at all, right? <laughs> ignoring a man that you like at all. And this can actually happen naturally if you're all over the place with your emotions or if you don't really like a guy that much, or even if you have misunderstandings about how to communicate with each other. And a lot of times women think that guys are doing it intentionally, but the guy's really just not as into them as they are into the guy. And so if you're, you're really in this kind of hot and cold place, what you might want to do, because what it does is it creates uncertainty for the man, right? He's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know, you know, what's going on with her and you know, what's going on here. And that can be attractive, like I said, in small doses where it actually creates passion in the relationship. But if you're doing it too much, what you might want to do is give him some certainty by assuring him or reassuring him that you actually like him, that you're into him, that, uh, you know, that, that, everything's going well between the two of you by getting on the same page in terms of how much you actually communicate. Cause sometimes this happens because uh, there's different spectrums on who likes to communicate how much in terms of dating and in a relationship. And so some women, for instance, they want to text every day and some women, they don't want to text, but a couple of times a week or call or meet up, but a couple of times a week. Right. And, and it's the same with guys. Some guys, want to text and hang out and be in contact every single day. And some guys don't want to do it, but you know, every once in a while, once a week, a couple of times a week. And so you guys need to get on the same page because you might have a different blueprint as far as what you want and what you enjoy and what makes sense to you. And so talking to the other person and communicating that and having a conversation about that can really uh, create a, a deeper understanding between the two of you. And all of a sudden he's like, oh, she's not acting weird. She's not playing games. This is just how she is. She doesn't want to talk every single day or she does want to talk every single day, right? Or, or whatever it is. And 
Another thing that you can do is just creating more consistency in terms of your behavior towards him. Number four, number four is poor conflict behavior. And so how you deal with conflict teaches him what being in a relationship with you is like. And so one of the things that you don't want to do is avoiding conflict altogether. And there's a whole bunch of people that do this and it always, it always backfires every single time this backfires. And what it looks like is somebody is like, there's conflict. And so they're like, Oh, I don't want to talk about that. And I don't want to deal with it. And so they pretend like everything's fine and okay. And they, they don't talk about it, but then it ends up like just bubbling up over time and blowing up in their face. And, you know, sometimes you do need to avoid conflict for your own sanity, right? If, if you're having some problems, you're really uncomfortable and you uh, just need to get out of the situation because you need to straighten your thoughts. You need to, you know, uh, just cool down or, or get less emotional or whatever. Sometimes that's needed to happen. Um, but some things just need to be worked out. They need to be talked through and you're not going to agree on everything, right? Two people coming from different backgrounds and different values, they're going to come together and there's going to be conflicts. That's a normal, healthy relationship is having conversations about these conflicts. And so you don't want to ignore him. Um, you don't want to ignore him and then make it, make him try harder to talk to you. You don't want to blow up and start blaming him for everything. You don't want to avoid any responsibility or ownership of the problem and what's going on or any of that kind of stuff. And you definitely don't want to stonewall him, which is by far one of the worst things that you can do, which basically means that you ignore him completely to either teach him a lesson or because you don't want to deal with him or talk to him or any of that kind of stuff. And this is actually one of the most abusive behaviors that you can do. And it absolutely destroys relationships. The, there's a, a place called the Relationship Research Institute, and they do a lot of research on how relationships function. And what they found is that stonewalling is the number one killer of relationships, the number one killer of relationships. They found that once somebody starts stonewalling the other person, that means usually means the end of a relationship. And so these are common patterns that both men and women share. And they're also giant red flags to healthy, mature adults. Mature adults have conversations about what's wrong and they work things out for a solution. They they let each other know that they care each other, care about each other more than they care about whatever problem that they're having. And they focus on working things out together and being together, being on the same team using what I call the partnership principle. And if you're not doing that, you, uh, you may want to check what's going on internally, either psychologically or emotionally so that you can break whatever patterns there and create a healthier conflict pattern. And I also want to mention that nobody's perfect, right? So a lot of these things that I talk about, you might be like, oh, I did that, you know, and you start like beating yourself up about it. Don't beat yourself up about this stuff. Everybody does things and exhibits, you know, these different kinds of behaviors sometimes, and it's okay, right? None of us are per perfect and we all have challenges and issues and old patterns from past relationships and challenges and PTSD, all that other stuff that we've all gone through. And so what we need to do is just figure out how to love ourselves and realize that it's not us. It's just some kind of pattern that we're in and that we need to start loving on ourselves more and having more compassion 
for ourselves and what we're doing so that we can come from a healthier place and love ourselves and, and, um, other, and allow other people to come in and love us as well. And so it, can you see how having like a healthy conflict behavior, a, a healthy conflict pattern might be beneficial to you in your life? Hopefully you can. So number five, let's talk about number five is low value patterns. So a man in a high value pattern wants a woman in a high value pattern to the, to the degree that he can get one, right? Cause most people are running around in low value patterns. That's most people out there. There's a lot of people that are in low value patterns and the more that you get yourself into high value patterns, the more you start one, recognizing everybody in low value patterns two recognizing high value patterns when you see them and three, recognizing that most people are in low value patterns. And so we talked about some of the low value conflict patterns in the last one and four, but here's some other ones that you might want to avoid. Number one is hating on yourself right? Anytime where you're self-hating, like constant self-deprecating humor, where you're just putting yourself down, making fun of yourself, hating on or overgeneralizing or dehumanizing men. We hear a lot of it in our community sometimes, and you'll get kicked out if you, if you do it too much, which is, you know, calling men pigs or cowards or, you know, calling them all narcissists or, you know, blaming men for all your problems or any of that kind of stuff. Hating on other women, right? Hating on women in general, um, hating on relationships, low value patterns. These are all low value patterns. Having all, only failed relationship references. So all of us have different like references of things that happened from our past or things that we've seen with other people. And you know, if you're in a low value pattern, because you only see all the failed ones and all the bad ones and all the mistreated ones and allowing men to treat you badly, or, you know, just telling stories about all your exes being bad or telling stories about allowing men to mistreat you or step over your boundaries or walk all over you, or just seeing that in other people all around you and thinking that that's what everybody's doing right? That's how you know you're in a low value pattern because if you're in a high value pattern, you see the opposite, right? You see, I mean, you, you might still see like the low value stuff, but you see a lot more of the positive stuff around you. You see that there are a lot of people in, in uh, high value relationship patterns and that you can get into those and that people treat you well and that you walk away from scenarios where guys try not to treat you well. And those are all high value patterns, right? Or another um, low value pattern is trying to prove yourself or impress a man or other people, manipulating men to get what you want, being all about yourself and what you want and not caring about others and their needs. And so what you want to do is, is get rid of all of those low value patterns and just break them every time you see them and replace those with high value patterns. And so what are the high value patterns that you want to replace with? Um, you know, high value men want, like I said, high value men want women in high value patterns. So change your beliefs about yourself, about men, about dating and about relationships and see yourself as a high value woman. Believe that you're a high value woman. Believe that you deserve to have a great relationship and that you're worthy of having a great relationship using the queen's mantra as much as you can you know, uh, seeing high value men, having compassion 
for men and what's going on with men and loving on men and, and uh, you know, loving men for who they are and what they're about, you know, uh, enjoying the dating process, at least to some degree, you know, um, having a, a, um, a positive view about relationships. Those are high value patterns. Uh, thinking of yourself, uh, thinking highly of yourself, but doing it in a way that's humble and kind of more of a matter of fact way. You don't want to do it in the kind of classical narcissistic way where you're like, yeah, I'm awesome. But deep, you know, deep inside you go home and cry yourself to sleep at night because you don't really feel like you're a good person. Another one is developing a positive outlook on life and the world. That's a high value pattern. Communicating that men treat you like you're a high value woman. So you're telling stories about men treating you well. You're telling stories about walking away whenever a man tries to treat you badly or acts weird or acts in a low value pattern. You're telling stories about men falling in love with you. You know, having positive relationship references, seeing other people in high value patterns, seeing men trying to commit to women and trying to commit to you and, and getting those references in your head and seeing that you are a woman that deserves a great relationship and seeing that men do want committed relationships with you. Those are high value patterns. And again, like I said before, you're, you're not trying to be perfect here. There's a lot of things that can come up that will be challenges for you. And, and it happens for all of us, right? We all slip into low value patterns sometimes if we've had them at all in the past. And if you know, you've been in relationships in the past, you've probably experienced disappointment, rejection, and all kinds of different things that have triggered these feelings of unworthiness, which has made you slip into low value patterns and just recognizing that and breaking those and getting into higher value patterns most of the time so that when a man sees you, he recognizes if, even if you're not always in a high value pattern, that at least you're growing and that you're moving in that direction and that you're somebody that is in alignment with who he is and that you guys can move through life and, and journey together and you can be on the same team. And that's really what you want to have. So being overly, number one is being overly distracted on a date. Number two is creating needless drama. Number three is being too hot and cold too often. Number four is poor conflict behavior. And number five is being in low value patterns. Can you see how those patterns might kind of uh, push away a guy, a good man, a high value man, and how you might want to break those patterns and get into healthier patterns that will attract a really high value man. If you're ready to attract a man who loves you, sees you, and cherishes you, visit the foreverwomanformula.com right now.